You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, everything NFL and fantasy football related all season long with your host, Calvin Wright. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Profit Podcast. It is October 9th. It is Wednesday. Tomorrow, week five begins. So this is the five-player podcast. If you've got a player that you're you know, dying to know what my thoughts about them are for the rest of the season, hit me up on Instagram, and I will try to answer your questions either in the DMs or on next week's podcast. But today, we are going to be going over Joe Mixon, Auden Tate, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and Michael Gallup. Those were the five uh, most requested players on Instagram this week. So let's just start it right off. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is already considered a bust by many people. He is yet to rush for over 100 yards in the game, and he only has one touchdown on the season and wasn't even on the ground. So while obviously this isn't a great start, it hasn't been quite as bad as some people think it is. Since week two, Mixon, he's averaged over four yards per carry, and his total yardage has increased every single game, and he's, he's seen the same amount of carries or more than he's seen the week before. So his volume, it's consistent, and it's going up a little bit each week. And on top of that, his first three games to start the season, they were all against top 10 run defenses. So last week, Mixon, he finally got a good matchup against Arizona, and he capitalized. He got 93 rush yards, and while it's not, you know, the best, it's not awful. Especially given the game script he faced being down a lot, the game Giovanni Bernard was in a lot. So 93 rush yards, if that had been paired with a touchdown, Fantasy owners, they would have been left very satisfied. So I'm not particularly worried about Mixon. I don't think I don't think he's going to be what you drafted him to be. But I don't think but I do think he's an RB2 with RB1 upside. So I don't think you're going to be able to trade him for anything more valuable than that. So I think it's just important right now to take Joe Mixon and reestablish in your mind what Joe Mixon is. Joe Mixon is not an RB1 anymore who is going to carry your team to the fantasy championship, but he's an RB2 with RB1 upside. And I think you should keep him if you have him. You're not going to be able to get, you know, you're not going to be able to get anything much better for the price of Joe Mixon. So moving right along, Auden Tate, his his teammate, you know, it's not a great day when I have to talk about two Bengals on one episode, but I actually like Auden Tate a lot, and most people saw him coming in providing some value for a week and then being droppable. However, with, uh, with John Ross on IR, I think Tate, he could have some value long term. Well, when uh, looking for midseason waiver grabs, there are two things to keep in mind. Will this player see the field and will they see the ball? Auden Tate? 
he will. Obviously, I'm not, you know, super excited since he's on the Bengals, but the Bengals are passing the ball a lot, 40 times a game to be exact, which is the third highest mark in the league. What's even more exciting is Auden Tate, he saw the field on 100% of the Bengals' offensive snaps last week against the Cardinals. And since week two, Tate, he's seen great snap percentages and target shares each week. While there are obviously better wide receivers for fantasy, it's going to be hard to find a guy on the waivers with as much potential as Auden Tate has. Given the bye weeks coming up, I'd pick up Tate, and I'd I'd be fairly comfortable starting him if your top options are unavailable because of buys or because of injuries. It, this is the point in the season, you know, we're five weeks in, bye weeks, Thursday night, everything. It gets a little iffy here. Injuries, people are out one week, two weeks. We've already seen Devontae Adams, he's out. If you're hurting because of buys or injuries, Auden Tate is someone I would look to pick up. Just, he's on the field, and that's that's really the most important thing when looking for, you know, a waiver wire guy is being on the field because if they can produce in real life, they're going to produce fantasy-wise. They can't produce if you're not on the field. I, I know it's, you know, hard to understand. It's kind of rocket science, but that's how it works. <laughs> so next up, Kyler Murray. Now, Kyler Murray, I loved him all off season, And right now, I think, you know, he is a must-own fantasy quarterback. And not just, yeah, if you have him, don't drop him. That part's obvious. But if you don't have him, go get him. Murray is the 27th-ranked uh, quarterback in passing touchdowns, 29th in completion percentages, and he has a quarterback rating this season of only 80. So given these subpar stats, honestly, he is still a top 10 fantasy quarterback. He's moving the ball with his legs, getting more comfortable in this offense, as well as he's performing fantasy-wise right now. The sky is the limit. Uh, the Cardinals, their offense, it's been painfully inefficient in the red zone, but if they can pro- improve even a tiny bit, Kyler Murray, he could be a top fantasy quarterback, and not just a top, he could be the top fantasy quarterback. That's how that's how good I think he could be this, this season for fantasy, just because, you know, we all know quarterbacks, if they rush, their floor is a little bit higher, or quite a bit higher, and he is finally rushing and Christian Kirk, he's doing this without Christian Kirk, one of his best wide receivers. He's injured. He should be coming back pretty soon. So right now, he's, you know, performing pretty pretty averagely in real life, but he's still producing elite fantasy numbers. And as the Cardinals offense, you know, settles down and finds itself, Murray, he's going to be a potential fantasy cheat code because of just his talent in real life. Right now, it's, I think, the last time to buy him before Kyler Murray explodes against this Falcons defense. I think we could see a huge game, a huge breakout game, the game we've been waiting for. He's been putting up good numbers, but I think this week against the Falcons, Kyler Murray, top five quarterback, he's going to explode, have a huge week. So let's move right on. DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins, he has been very disappointing so far this season. He's still a top 15 wide receiver, but he was drafted to be the best wide receiver. If you have him, most likely you took him in the first round. But so far, this hasn't come to fruition at all. However, I do expect things to turn around soon. Hopkins, he's currently 6th in targets with 44, which is only 3 fewer targets than he had last year through 5 games. The big difference is the yardage and the touchdowns, but the main factor, the main thing to chase in fantasy is volume. Volume is king. Touchdowns, yeah, they score more, but the more volume, the more scoring opportunities a player has. You know, it's 
pretty crazy, but that's how it works. It's the same with Auden Tate. So I expect Hopkins. I think he's going to rebound soon and reestablish himself as a top fantasy wide receiver. Now the time to now is the time to buy low though. Last week this was the dream matchup. Hopkins owners were excited for him to finally bounce back. Everyone was saying this is the time, last time to buy DeAndre Hopkins, but he didn't. Will Fuller exploded instead. I don't I don't expect this to be the norm. Uh, Hopkins, he's an incredible wide receiver, so I would buy low on Hopkins as soon as possible, and while it may, you know, still be a few more games, I believe Hopkins, he's going to be a stud wide receiver down the stretch, so end of season stats may not be as good, but the second half of the season, which yeah, we're coming up on the midpoint, I think he is going to be a very valuable fantasy asset, and one that you can get pretty cheap right now, or as cheap as you're ever going to get him, so this is the point where you know, a championship team, when you look at it, you go, how, how did they get that team? That's two first-round picks. And that's what you have to do if you want to win. You have to essentially have two first-round picks. And the only way to get them is to buy low. Last year, if you could have bought low on, um, I'm trying to think of some players who were underperforming early on. None are coming to mind, but the, the, every year there are players who have a slow start to the season and then explode second half. DeAndre Hopkins, he's going to be one of them. I think I think majority of championship teams are are going to have DeAndre Hopkins on them. That's just my take on that. I'd be buying low on Hopkins. In fact, I actually have submitted several trade for Hopkins in many leagues, so I'm right along there with you. So let's go one more wide receiver before this uh, one's over. I think we're about at the time limit. 10 minutes is what I try to keep it to. So Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup is a must-start at this point. Now Gallup, he's been targeted fewer than seven times this season, and he's exploded from multiple 100-yard games. He's coming back from the injury, but Gallup is quickly proving himself to be a valuable and explosive star wide receiver. Even better, Dallas is proving to be a pretty bad team. Push comes to shove, shove their, their defense, it's bad. And this provides a heavy passing volume for Dak, Prescott, and company. So I expect Gallup, if healthy, to continue producing at a high level. He's he's not quite, you know, matchup proof at this point, like several other wide receivers, but unless facing uh Patriots or the Bears or or Buffalo, I'd be I'd be comfortable starting him week in and week out. And you know, I said that the Cowboys are bad. They aren't bad bad. There's a difference between bad and bad bad. Bad is well, this is a great opportunity for the wide receiver because they're going to be throwing a lot. Bad, bad is Miami Dolphins. Just stay away from Miami Dolphins. But the Cowboys, they are not in that. They're not in the same league. So they're still you know, going to produce great fantasy options like Michael Gallup or Amari Cooper or Ezekiel Elliott. So Michael Gallup, he's one that if you have him, hold him. If you don't have him, I think it's probably too late to buy. The time to buy was when he was injured. But Michael Gallup, I think down the stretch, he's going to be a very valuable wide receiver for years to come, fantasy and in real life. So that is, that's the fifth player, uh, and by nature, that's the end of this podcast because it's titled Five Players. So we got it, nine minutes and 50 seconds, perfect, try to keep it under 10 minutes. So thank you for listening. Uh, Yeah, that's (laughs) happy for week five being here. I hope your teams have been winning. And if you've got any questions, hit me up on Instagram. I'll try to answer them to the best of my ability. Have a good week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.